On January 10th, 1984, 81-year-old Clara Peller did something that even Cindy Crawford could have never dreamed of doing. She catapulted from complete obscurity into the most recognized female spokesperson in America with just three words. Where's the beef? So what's that have to do with real estate? Well, nothing really, but it may have some relevance to your perception of this podcast. I mean, I get it. Here we are already seven episodes in, and I haven't yet started doing what some podcasters and online group leaders are doing right up front, telling you to go to their show notes, download a free copy of their real estate contract, which they fail to mention may not even be legal where you live, and often isn't, by the way, then simply fill out this blank, that blank, and this other blank, and then go make yourself an instant $10,000 profit. Yeah. Right. See, I'm trying to cut through that kind of nonsense bullshit. I prefer not to pump you full of rainbow expectations that I know just aren't going to materialize about 99.5% of the time. Nor would I fail to even mention if what I'm teaching you to do might actually require a valid real estate license to be legal according to your state or local laws. So if you've been starting to wonder, Where's the beef? With regard to my podcast, you're about to find out what the real beef is and how much of it you're already getting from me in this episode of the Creative Real Estate Minute. You're listening to the Creative Real Estate Minute, a series of brief mini episodes of the Creative Real Estate Investing Podcast designed to deliver snack-sized bites of creative thoughts and insights for you to mentally chew on in between full-length episodes. Imagine, you're just starting med school with the goal of becoming a surgeon, and it's your very first class on your very first day. You're expecting the professor to start lecturing on something like biology or human anatomy or physiology or maybe even chemistry or pharmacology or whatever, but instead... They wheel in a 36-year-old male patient suffering from acute appendicitis, prepped and ready for surgery, just lying there on a gurney right in front of you. And the professor says, okay, here's a video of me performing an appendectomy. Just follow along doing exactly what I'm doing, step by step, and in just one hour, you'll make a $15,000 profit. And here we go. Welcome. To appendectomy profits for beginners. Let's begin by picking up our scalpel and making a two inch to four inch incision right here. Now, what would you do if you were that student? Would you plunge forward and just start cutting this guy open, expecting everything to go exactly as planned, with no possible problems or complications of any kind? No, of course not. See, there's a reason a medical education takes eight years of schooling, and for surgeons, another five to seven years on average of live residency training. And that's because being a surgeon is not just about something you do. It's about understanding all of the underlying critical things that prepare you for doing it. Well, it's the exact same thing with creative real estate. People who blindly follow those just-do-what-I-do type real estate gurus, podcasters, and online group leaders are out there casually throwing around a bunch of legally binding contracts without a full understanding of how these transactions even work, let alone what risks they might be taking or what laws they might be breaking or what any other kind of unintended consequences that they may be setting themselves up for. See, 
I know this not only from my firsthand observations and personal discussions I've had with so many of them over the past 30 years or so, but also from the disturbing number of nonsensical comments that I see these students making nowadays on discussion boards and in online groups. Things like, I just got my first property under contract. Help! What do I do next? And I'm wondering, what the hell are these people doing making offers if they haven't got a clue what to do if one gets accepted? Or, my neighbor's selling his house, and he insists on only getting a fair price conventional sale. How do I talk him into doing my creative no-money-down deal? And I'm like, you don't. You're barking up the wrong tree and wasting everyone's time. Or one of the worst posts I've ever seen. If you can't close the deal on time, just file a memorandum against the property at the courthouse. This gives you more time to figure something out because the seller can't sell it to anyone else without getting your permission or paying you off. And I'm like, oh my God, that is the most immoral, unethical, and illegal advice I've ever seen. And yet other students in the group who also didn't know any better were excited by this awesome idea and were posting responses and support like, love it and that's pure genius. It's just plain insane, if you ask me. It's like the blind leading the blind. Anyway, look, I don't want that kind of stuff for you. That's why I spend much less time talking about the creative real estate techniques themselves and spend much more time teaching you how to leverage more important things like natural human tendencies and psychologies or little known but scientifically proven negotiation methods and other unique insights, all of which can help to make your deal safe, effective, and profitable. See, when it comes to using creative techniques, it's important to know what they do, but it's far more critical to understand the tactics and strategies that actually make them work. That, my friend, is where the real beef is. And I make sure you get a heaping portion of it in every podcast episode. I'm Nick Martorelli, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Creative Real Estate Minutes. Minutes.